Hi, my name is Katherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. The journey. It's always so exciting to be on a new journey, a new adventure, not just a trip, but a new project or meeting someone new, getting something new, trying something new. It's just so exciting. You have all these perfect ideas in your mind, but does it always work out that way? And is that what makes the memory? Let's talk about it. So let's get started. So here we are. We're all excited. We have a brand new computer. It's amazing. We love it. And we have all these magical things it can do and how perfect it's going to be. And it's going to be all organized. It's going to load up so easily. And you have these new programs that are going to make life so much easier. It's just a magical moment. And then you turn it on. Ah, it's going well. It's going well. All right. Put my password in. I get myself set up. Start matching it up through the cloud or your backup drive. Uh-oh. Something's not working. Not downloading right. You're getting double your contacts. Triple your contacts have shown up. That always happens to me. I always end up with triple of my contacts whenever I get a new phone. You don't have the documents you need. You can't find the contract you have with someone. Your social media is not linking up. Oh no, the world's coming to an end. What happens then? Have you believed in this perfect transformation of information, this setup? All of a sudden, it's going to be simple one click. This new software you got is going to be this simple thing. This new computer is going to be so easy. There's going to be no change. Nah, it rarely happens that way. Usually, you're on a brand new learning curve. It's the new interruption in your journey. It's the scratch in your record. Slows you down, makes you think, and forces you to do something different. To learn something. To try something in a new way and approach things differently. Are you asked to slow down? Are you asked to learn something new? That's the question, isn't it? When you get these interruptions, these scratches in the record. Don't let interruptions get in your way. No one plans for, no one gets excited about, and no one particularly likes these interruptions in the journey, these scratches in the record. But they generally give us a story. They teach us something new. They push us to be more innovative. They give us a moment to see ourselves differently, in a new way. And how do you react to that? And how do you reflect on it? Majority of the time, after time passes, we can reflect on it as something funny. Something we can see the good in. Something we can say we learned. If that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have learned how to do this. If this hadn't have changed, I wouldn't have learned how to do dot, dot, dot. I wouldn't have met so-and-so. Are you over-prepared? Are you under-prepared? Are you expecting perfection of yourself and the things you're doing too much? 
Are you on a specific timeline that everything has to happen at a certain time, a certain day? Do you have these expectations of things being perfectly aligned and and happening in the way on your timeline? Because we all know it doesn't happen that way. And when it doesn't happen that way, sometimes those are the most magical moments in our lives. You know, I can remember, I think I've told a sailboat story before, but I did a sailboat delivery with a new crew and it was down the coast from Maryland. We're going to Key West. The weather was good. It was beautiful. It was calm. It was nice. We didn't have to hug the coastline. We didn't have to get into the Interland waterways. It was very beautiful. And so we were able to get out farther to sea. And we had six people on board, which allowed three different shifts with two different people. So it gave you good breaks. And we had two new people that have never done this before. And they were learning to sail. And this was kind of a learning crew. And they had never apparently been out to sea before. Though they had sailing experience and boating experience, but not in open ocean. I don't know if you've ever been out in the open ocean, but I find it amazingly magical. The way you see the stars and the moon in the sky, when it is so clear and so bright with the moon, I feel like I can see the curvature of the earth. It's so vast and so open. It's like any possibility in the world is there for your taking. It's amazing through my eyes. I was excited not to see land anymore, to be out in the open ocean. But that was not the case for these other two crew members. They kept watching the land disappear slowly, getting farther and farther away getting tinier and tinier till there was no land in sight. And bubbled up was panic and fear. These crew members became panicked, frightened. It was beginning to be unsafe for us. They felt so uncomfortable. They were so in fear. They were so panicky. We couldn't leave them on duty. We had to cover their time. They were getting freaked out. They couldn't sleep. They couldn't eat. We're like, oh my, we cannot do this. This is making the voyage unsafe. Now, my experience was changing, though it became quite memorable because I had never experienced that before. I didn't realize people freaked out when they couldn't see land. I thought it was amazing and magical how awesome it was not to see land and have to deal with people. For me, seeing this vastness, this openness, was freeing. But for the other two crew members, it was frightening, overwhelmingly so. It reached a point where we had to go back into shore and (laughs) we pulled in to the harbor. We hadn't even got the lines tied down. And these two crew members were off the boat running down the dock away from us as fast as they could. I've never seen anyone leave so fast. They disappeared from sight. They didn't even say goodbye. They were off that ship and gone. It was the strangest thing I'd ever seen. But there's many things on my boat trips that were strange. But this was really interesting to me. 
they didn't stay to have dinner with us. We weren't going to eat on the boat. We offered to go to have dinner on land with them. They were done. They, they were gone. They went and got a hotel, booked flights. I think they were, I've never heard from them again, never saw them again. That was it for them. So we had to adjust the schedule. So our schedule was six hours on, six hours off, six hours on, six hours off, six hours on, six hours off, because there were only two of us. And um, because of that, I got to experience what I loved being out to sea, but also it was a bit tiring. I did have, though, (laughs) I think the best time was I got my shift started and hour before sunrise and my evening shift was an hour before sunset and I can remember one morning I must say this was not my shift when these gals were on because the shifts were shorter they were four hours but I can remember one morning I got up and I was tired and I looked up and I saw someone at the helm and I just kind of picked up do you want some cocoa and kind of saw this movement. I was like, oh, okay. So I got up and went up and sat down to this person at the helm and dark, really dark. We're out again at sea and I'm chatting away. And my partner suddenly pops up (laughs) and says, who are you talking to? I looked at her and I said, um, you? She said, uh, no, I'm here in the kitchen. I was going to ask if you wanted coffee or something. I said, who's at the helm? And she laughed. She climbs up. (laughs) The crewmates before us had taken a bumper. I don't know what bumpers are, but it's this big blow-up thing, like big, like the body of a seal kind of. And they had put a rain jacket on it and a little rain hat and zipped it all up and put the little hood on. And they had stuck gloves through and tied them on to the helm lightly because the autopilot was on. So the helm moves when the autopilot is on. So it's kind of steering and adjusting on its own. And they had dressed it up and tied the hands to to the, the wheel. You see the wheel of the helm. And it looks like it's steering the boat. So I thought it was a person. Because we nicknamed it Auto. But I wouldn't have this story. I wouldn't have this lovely memory if the other crew members hadn't disrupted our trip, hadn't made us go back inland. We lost a day, hadn't thrown off our time schedules. I wouldn't have this funny memory about thinking that the bumper was a person. And having a smaller crew was amazing on this trip. I wouldn't have these memories. It's these moments, the moment when you learn how to change a tire, the moment when you learn a new computer software, the moment you learn to fix something in your home, the moment when you learn how to do a sales close differently, the moment you realize that when you baked a cake and the dog eats it, It's a funny moment that you always remember. Everyone looks back onto the first time you made a cake and the dog ate it and you never got to show it to anyone or while you were waiting to get the frosting, dogs eating it. You know, there's these moments that are magical, these moments that seem like the toughest when you're caught in a snowstorm. I remember driving back from Nebraska up to Minnesota and I was 17 and I, the snow was so deep, you couldn't change lanes. It was coming down like crazy. It was a blizzard. Semis were jackknifing in front of me, left and right. And 
It was scary. The snow was so deep it was hard to exit. There was no towns or anything. I was in the middle of nowhere. I kept going. And you know what? I can drive through a blizzard, not be scared. It's not a problem. I'm totally comfortable and confident. And I learned about that at 17 because I just kept going. I was all by myself and I did it. It's these moments that scratch the record are interrupting us when the world doesn't go the way we plan, when the project we have set for a date doesn't happen because the computers go down, because your cat got sick, because you got a cold, because the person you're working with wasn't on time, because this or that. Things happen when they're supposed to happen. And when you allow these interruptions, when you allow these scratches in the record to be part of the experience for you, to be part of the flow for you, to be part of the memory-making moments for you, the moments of innovation, the moments of opportunity, imagine how you'll begin to see them differently. There's a great example that Ewan McGregor gives of when he and his friend Charlie go and do the trip around the world, long way around, and they're going through Mongolia, and it's rough going. They're barely getting through 20 miles a day. They're stuck in the mud. They're struggling. It's physically difficult and draining. They're not getting anywhere. They're supposed to be doing about 150 miles, 200 miles a day. They're doing 20. They're never going to make it. They're behind on the time. They're just done. They stop. They look at the map. And Ewan says, you know, maybe this is not going to work. We need to just not go through Mongolia at all and cut straight up through Russia. And we're just going to have to miss the rest of this country. We just can't do it. And so he calls one of the producers and tells him what he's thinking. And the producer says, you know, this is a journey. You're never going to get to do this journey again. And it may seem really hard right now, but this is what you planned for. This is, this is what you wanted. This was the experience you wanted to see all these things. You plan this out. Just stick with it. You don't want to regret it. So they struggle. They push themselves through. It's not easy. And they end up in a village and they go see this UNICEF for orphans. And he meets all these children. This little girl stands out. And they end up adopting the little girl that they meet. And Ewan has this beautiful daughter now. And he says, imagine if I had given up and not finished the journey through Mongolia. I would never have this beautiful daughter. Was he planning on going to adopt a little girl? No. Did it even strike his mind that that's what they were going to do? No. Be open. Allow for the scratch in the record to be a moment for you. A moment of innovation, a moment of thought, a moment of opportunity. It's not going to look like it. In fact, it's going to look just the opposite. It's going to look like the end. It's going to look like I can't do it anymore. It's going to look like you can't move forward. You're going to feel like it is the worst thing ever. And that is the moment when you can grasp on to something new and exciting, when you can grasp on to an opportunity, you can grasp on to something innovative, something magical will happen. 
Now, when you're in that moment, it will not feel that way. It will feel awful. It will feel hard. It will feel like concrete on your feet. You'll want to just cry. (laughs) But once you just push yourself through it, you'll get through. And you'll look back and see that because now I have less crew members, I'm really experiencing the peace of this. I'm I'm having experiences I would not have had. I, I have stories I would not have had. Yes, I'm more tired. Yes, the time on duty is longer. Yes, I'm having to be up through the night. But I loved being up through the night. I didn't have that shift before with the other gals on there. I loved being up an hour before sunset. I got to see the sunset and the sunrise every day on the water. I loved it. I didn't have those shifts. Imagine if Ewan didn't stick through and go all the way to Mongolia. These are just small things. You know, my stories from the boat, not that big of a deal. But I sure bet Ewan's daughter from Mongolia, imagine how different her life is because he continued that journey. You not only are affecting your own lives, but you're also changing others too with this. Ewan's decision didn't just affect his own, it affected this other soul in a way that we can't imagine. So the dog eating the cake is just the funniest time that helps you remember this magical moment when you all laughed about this thing you'd worked so hard on and the dog ate it and you probably wouldn't have remembered making that cake. It might have been the cake of many that you make, but the first one is remembered because the dog ate it. My sailing trip where the two people got off is one of my favorites because in the end, the experience I had was better than I'd had before. So just look at it differently. Know that the tough part, the struggle, takes you to a beautiful place if you allow it. Don't fight it. Move with it. Navigate through it. And you will end up in a place you never ever imagined. If you'd like to learn more about topics upcoming or make suggestions, please go to my Facebook group at Clearly Catherine Podcast.